Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Listen. Don't let what is going on in the room fool you. <laughs> because I feel a strong presence in the place. Yes. Can you feel it? Can you also feel it? think that you you should count yourself the, the thing sounds unreal or it's just me you should count yourself chosen to be here you know like you are you are here and some people are not here it means something and if there is one thing i can tell you it means it means you are called mm. yeah it's one of the ways that god reveals your calling but we are here amen and we'll close at some time, at some point in the day. And then tomorrow we're going to be here again. And then the conference ends tomorrow. But the people who are going to come tomorrow, who are not here today, by the time they come, you have eaten half of the, of the cake. Yeah. We'll leave the remaining half for them. But I want us to, before, before, before we get into it, I want, us to put, I want us to put our hands together for a special person. Special man of God. Listen. You know who it is, because the way I already come, like you have an idea what I'm, who I'm talking about. But let me finish talking about him some more before you clap. This is, you see, I used to say to myself that this special man of God is, is a phenomenon. Then, before then, I heard somebody else say the same thing. I said, ah, then what I thought is true. You see, a phenomenon is something that is happening. That is unfolding. It's, a, it's like a big word, but it's not, it's not too big. <laughs> you know, you're in SHS people, SHS who are in the room today. Yeah. He's not just a human being. He's not just a human being. This special man of God that I am, I am introducing to you and I'm talking to you about, he is, he is a phenomenon. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, phenomenon. You know, and we, I feel that God must love us specially to have given to us this special man of God who is our, I don't know why you're not excited about what I'm saying who is our bishop our prophet our pastor our father bishop that he would mills no, I don't like what you, I don't like what you are doing <laughs> her If you stay in this church long enough, one day you will understand what I am saying this morning. Or what I'm saying is true. If you don't go anywhere and you stay here in 10 years time, 15 years time, 20 years time, you will understand what I am telling you. Look, and I have one advice for you. If there is anything at all you want to do or any if there is an attitude you want to have towards this special gift God has given to us, it is to love Him. <laughs> yes. Look, as like the has already started. Yeah. Bring your volume down, totally down. Do not listen to stupidity. <laughs> no, I'm doing this thing. It's not. It's introduction. 
I am talking to young people who I suspect have some sense in their heads. And I want to give you one advice. If there is an attitude you should have towards the man, the gift, Bishop Daggy Ward Mills, it is to love him. And I said, do not condone or tolerate or give heed to stupidity. I, I feel the fire. <laughs> so, so, you see, when you, you social media, something, something, something. Listen, let me tell you something. In this, in this conference, one of the things I'm hoping, believing God that you will learn by the time we are finishing is how to behave towards somebody who has been sent by Satan to disconnect you from what will become a blessing to you. When you hear somebody's talking stupidity, that will affect you. The way you should respond, hey, hey, hey. It's like, take it away from me. Look, if I continue, we will not start the preaching. Please, put your hands together again one more time for this, this gift God has given us. Amen. Look, you see, I don't want to be explaining to you, but I'm saying that if you stay here long enough, one day you will understand what I'm telling you. Yeah, you will be, there will be, the, the, that, that, on a Friday morning, young children, some of you have run away from school. Some of you, I know you run away from school. You are here. <laughs> that on a, Sunday, on a Friday morning, when people have gone to school, you have run away from school and you are in church. Do you think it is normal? Don't listen to stupidity. Then, I want us to put our hands together for the chairman of Anakazo Assemblies. Look, I know that some people are watching us on this thing, but let me say it. UD has many denominations, but the denomination in the UD is Anakazo Assemblies. Put your hands together for me. That one, there's no argument. No, no, no. Listen. All the action right now is happening in Anakazo Assemblies. And our chairman is Bishop Louis, Bishop Emmanuel Louis Interpo. You see, you don't know him, but put your hands together for him. Let me a picture of him also. You can find it. Show it. Sorry. <laughs> yes, that's him. See how he's a fine man. Anointed. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of the people when I when he's ministering and watching us. Hey. You know him, eh? You did, I know that you know him. Yes. He's also the convener of the UD. He's our chairman. He is our chairman. He makes the Anakaza Assemblies work. It's it, it, yeah. Ole Kodo. Ole Kodo. Then, put your hands together for my pastor in this branch.
Bishop Patrick Bruce. Oh, you're not clapping for him well at all. You want him to come and sack us from the, uh, his hall or what? Yes. This is his church. And I am his son. Yes. And he has, he has dashed me his church hall. And said that, Charlie, you to preach small. You get it? Isn't that a very nice thing? Isn't that a very nice thing? Yes. Your father is going and he says, oh, Charlie, you can also watch the TV small. You collect the remote and watch it small. Yeah. Or you, or, or you give the car key. That one is even better. So drive it small. I'm going to town to come. You drive it small. I'm driving the car small in his absence. Listen, put your hands together for the church that God has given us. A fantastic place where we are. And close your eyes and let's pray. Father, we thank you for the time we are spending here. It may be short, but we know that the thoughts you have towards us are thoughts of good, not of evil to bring us to an expected end, to give us a hope in the future. Lord, our prayer in this place this morning is let your will be done. Let your will be done. Let your will concerning every young person, every person in this hall this morning be done. Let your will alone be done in this place. Holy Spirit, you are here already. And we thank you for your presence. Open our ears to hear. Open our hearts to believe and to receive. Lord, empower us to walk out and walk in your word. Thank you for utterance. Thank you for your manifestation in this place. Thank you that lives are transformed permanently in this place. We give you all the praise and the glory for what you have begun to do. And that you will bring it also to a good end. Jesus' name we have prayed. And everyone shall loud, loud amen in the church. Or oh, a very loud amen in the church. Amen. I think we can go home. Oh, we are blessed already. You may take your seats. <laughs> How many of you are happy to be here? How many of you were forced to come here? <laughs> Listen, the people who are coming tomorrow, no, by the time they come, like I told you, we've eaten half of the cake. So I'm going to start cutting the cake. You know, we are cutting, then we start sharing it before they come. The theme for this year's conference is Malat. You see, you are listening right now, we are doing one word, one word themes. Yeah, I don't know why, but it's, it's also what the Holy Spirit is saying. Last year was Dioko. Dioko means what? It means to follow after. It means to pursue. It means to run after. Run after swiftly. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? And we learned last year that anything at all which is good, which God reveals to us, the way we must, we must react to it is to run after it. We learn, we learn to run after righteousness. Is that not it? After faith. Is that, is that one of the things we also learn? Anything that is good, after holiness, anything which is good, when, when God reveals it to you, you run after it. This year, the Holy Spirit is saying, Malat. <laughs> and we can find it in Genesis 19. So turn your Bible to Genesis 19. And we're going to read it. We're going to read it from the beginning. Don't sleep, oh. Don't be bored. The piano, piano people know once in a while you play some piano for me, eh? it helps. Mm. Is that rain? Uh, that means no break. <laughs> means you can't go on break. Have you found it? Genesis 19. 
All right, so, so the, the theme of the conference is coming from verse 17. But I want us to start from um, the beginning so that when we get to 17, you will understand the context, you know, of that verse. Are you, are you with me? So it's going to be long reading, but is it not good? Is it a good thing to read the Bible? Yeah, so we're going to read the Bible. Genesis 19, and I'm saying from verse 1, verse 1, it says, And there came two angels to Sodom. Brah, brah, hey, hey! Me mambo nsam enka sanchero, why? No, don't mind him, just sit down. There came two angels to Sodom and Evin, and Lot sat in the gate of Sodom. How many of you know the story? How many of you know the story of, uh, of Lot in, in Sodom and Gomorrah? Two angels came to his house. You remember that, that thing? Uh-huh. So we're reading it. So, and sat in the gate of Sodom, and Lot, seeing them, rose up to meet them, and he bowed himself with his face toward the ground. Try and imagine what's going on. So he was, in his, he was, sitting, he was sitting at the gate of Sodom, outside of his room, outside, and then two men came. Are you, are you seeing me? At the gate of the, of the city, he came and then he, he spoke to him. Next, verse 2. And he said, Behold now, my lords, turn in, I pray you, into your servant's house, and tarry all night, and wash your feet. And ye shall rise up early, and go on your ways. And they said, Nay, but we will abide in the streets all night. So they, he said, Let's go to my house, and I will give you food to eat. And he said, No, 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 we, we like to stay here in the streets. And he pressed upon them greatly, and they turned in unto him and entered into his house. And he made them a feast and did bake unliving bread. And they did eat. So he baked some bread for them. And they ate. Are you following the story? Okay. But before they lay down, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, compassed the house round, both old and young, all the people from every quarter. And they called unto Lot and said unto him, Where are the men which came into thee this night? Bring them out unto us, that we may know them. So, two men came to Lot. He took them to his house. He gave them food to eat. Then the, then the men in the city came to his house. And they were knocking on the, surrounded the house. They were knocking on the, on the door. And they said that he should open the door. Are you listening to what is going on? He should open the door so that they will come, the men will enter into the house. The, when the King James says that we may know them, it's not that, oh, like I want to know you, know your name and know where you come from. That's not what they are saying. That we can sleep with them. We can have sex with them. The men of the city, or that's not what they said. The men of the city came to Lot. Two men came to Lot. Then the men of the city also came to Lot. Surrounded the house. They knocked on them and said, bring the men out so that we may know them. You know, the Bible says in Genesis that Adam knew Eve. And then they gave birth to this thing. So, that we may know them. When you see, you see, I'm going, we're going to continue. When you see the reaction of the angels, it, it, it shows you. You see, when somebody wakes up one day and says that, oh, I'm a boy, but... I feel that inside of me, I'm a girl. Or I'm a boy, but and I'm a boy. But inside of me, I don't like girls. I like boys. 
This is Genesis. It's not Genesis we are reading. It's from a long time ago that it started. It's not today. And Lot went out the door unto them and shut the door. So he came out of the room. He came out of the room. Then he closed the door behind him fast. And then he stood in front of the door. And then, then he said, I pray you, brethren, do not. Amen. Uh, Behold now, I have two daughters which have not known man. Let me, I pray you, bring them out unto you, and do ye to them as is good in your eyes. Only unto these men do nothing. For therefore, for therefore came they under the shadow of my ruins. And in other words, what you are trying to do is not a good thing. These are my visitors. I have daughters. If it's the sex you want to have, I have daughters. I'll give them to you. How many have seen what is going on in the, in, in the Bible? And they said, stand back. And they said again, this one fellow came in, they are talking to him now, this one fellow came into Sejen, and he will needs to be a judge. In other words, you, you are a stranger in our town, and then you are now coming to tell us how we should, we should behave. Now, will we deal worse with thee than with them? And they pressed sore upon the man, even Lot and came near to break the door. Hey! <laughs> but the men put forth their hand. The men who were in the house, the two men who were in the house, put forth their hand and pulled Lot. So they opened the door slightly, then they pulled him into the room fast. Into the house to them and shut the door. And they smote the men that were at the door of the house with blindness both small and great, so that they worried themselves to find the door. So they were now blind, trying to find where the door was because the angels had made them blind. You, you, are you seeing how God, how God is seeing the thing? So you don't wake up one day, it will be... A, anyway. Human rights. We are going on. And the men said unto the Lord, Has thou here any besides, son-in-law, and thy sons and thy daughters, and whatsoever thou hast in the city, bring them out of this place. So they are telling him, look, try and pack your things. Pack your sons, pack your, pack your daughters, pack your sons-in-laws, anything that you have which is important to you in this town here. Pack all of them. If you have anybody, look for them, call them, pack them. For we will destroy this place. Because the cry of them is waxing great before the face of the Lord. And the Lord has sent us to destroy it. And Lot went out and spake unto his sons-in-law, which married his daughters, and said, Up, get you out of this place, for the Lord will destroy this city. But he seemed as one that mocked unto his sons-in-law. Like how Noah was saying that it's going to rain, it's going to rain, and they didn't mind him. Same behavior. And there today, there are many Christians who are hearing us say, Repent, come to Jesus. But they behave like this. Exactly. May not be one of them. Hmm. And while, and when the morning arose, then the angels hastened Lot, saying, Arise, take thy wife and thy two daughters, which are here, lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. And while he lingered, you see, you need to pay attention to that one. If the Bible is for you, that verse, underline it. And while he lingered, the men laid hold upon his hand, and upon the hand of his wife, and upon the hand of his two daughters, 
the Lord being merciful unto him, and they brought him forth and set him without the city, without the city means outside the city. The 17 verse we are looking for. And it came to pass when they had brought them forth abroad that he said, Escape for thy life. Look not behind thee, neither stay thou in all the plain. Escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. The word escape in this verse here is malat. Are you seeing? That's malat. So the theme for this year's conference is escape. <laughs> in fact, in fact, the theme is escape for thy life. So we are going to start eating the pies most more before the people, the people arrive. Now let, let me let me see. Let me show you something. Please show me that verse 16 and 16 and 17. 16 first. For the, for the past three years, this is the third year of, of Strong Christian Conference, you remember. For the past three years, what I have been trying to get you, or the, the, the poster I have been trying to get you young people to take is a certain, a certain violent and forceful attitude towards the things of God. What was the theme for 2019? Are you even my friend? Are you even my friend? You see, if I want to, I will start going. Are you even? Are you even my? The, the, when, when Jesus asked Peter that question, eh, and, and just as Jesus asked Peter that question, he is asking you that question. And I'm saying that when you hear Jesus asking you that question, the the thing that it must make you do is that whatever I was doing to prove my love to Jesus, which has created doubt in his mind, I have to increase it. No, I don't, I don't know whether... Am I in the, same, in the same church that was at the beginning? Because the first question that Jesus he asked him, he said, Peter, do you love me more than all these people who are here? First of all, he, 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 see, he now begins to he now begins to, to sort of like, to, to quantify Peter's and to compare it. To say that, look, you and these guys who are around here, you, the guys who are around me, they all love me. You too, you love me. But now, the kind of love I am looking for from you, Peter in particular, is that your love will be more than this. You don't understand what I'm saying. So in 2019, I was telling you that, when you wake up in the morning and you open your Bible to have your quiet time, that time you are spending is an expression of love. And therefore, if you used to do it Monday, don't do, don't do, do Thursday, don't do, don't do, don't do, don't do. Sunday there, we don't do quiet time. That one is like, that one there. It's like it's a law that has been written somewhere that we don't know which book they wrote it in. <laughs> it's like Sunday we are going to church. Am I telling lies or am I the only one in the church who, who knows these things? Yeah, but so, so, yeah, so, so quite a minute there, it's like six days a week. <laughs> yeah, but a person who is trying to answer the question, do you love me more than this, has to apply more force to prove this love. I don't know whether I'm preaching a good thing or I'm preaching... So strong Christian conference, when we come here, we come to learn how to do whatever we are doing hard and with force. Last year, 
We said, Dioko. We said, to, to run, you have to run after. God wants you to come close to Him, but God does not want you to come close to Him working like this. Then when you see your friends on the way, you stop small. Hi, hi, man. How's it going? And God is here, and you are going towards God. Okay, I see you. So you're going to, you're going to the market. I'll see you later. So where are you going? Oh, I'm going to God. You know, God has called me. He's been calling me now for some time now. And you know, today I decided to answer it. So like, I'm going. So yeah. Oh, okay. So see you later. So, oh, so I'm going to the market. Okay. So you're going to see God. Eh? Okay, go and see God. All right. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Then when you reach, so you see a shop. They are selling toffees. Oh, hey, Charlie, give me some toffees. You know, you have to make my mouth smell nice because I'm going to see God. You know, you know, God has been calling me for some time. No, 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 no. You have to do it with speed. I'm not preaching well. Maybe tomorrow my preaching will come. <laughs> Righteousness. Righteousness is, in simple terms, it is standing right with God to be, to do the right thing. When it comes to God's standards, to do the right thing. And me and you know that to do the right thing in this world is hard. Ah. It's hard. That's why, who was, was it TK, TK I was doing the example with in last year's conference? Was it he was the one? It was who? Who? Amankwa? Yes. <laughs> that you, you, you have to hold on to God in a way that he cannot free himself. So, because one, one day, Jacob was somewhere, and an angel made a mistake and came to him. He didn't know it was an angel, but when he found out that it was an angel, how can a human being hold an angel such that the angel is unable to free himself? You see, you, when you read the Bible, you read it, and then Jacob held on to them. And then, but think about it. Angels are usually nine, nine feet tall. They are tall. They are big. Nine feet tall. Strong. I mean, an angel's strength. An angel comes to a human being. And the angel says, I'm going. The Bible says, and he began to wrestle with the angel. Let me go. I won't let you go. Let me go. I won't let you go. Let me go. I won't let you go. And then he did it down. Then <laughs> it was in the night. And it was morning was coming. You see, and as morning is coming, you know, people can, can come and see what is going on. So he said, Charlie, let me go because morning is coming. The sun is about to come. The guy said, no. So the Bible said that the angel, the angel had to touch his hip bone and dislocate it. He touched it, it dislocated, the bone came out. That's how the angel was able to free himself to go back to heaven. You say you are a Christian and the sins that you are trying to remove, you, you are doing, oh, uh, let me go and do my nails. And you, you are not serious. Genesis 
1916. Look at it. So this, in this conference, for a few hours, a few hours, look at it. Sodom and Gomorrah is a terribly bad place for anybody who is a Christian to be in. And I found, I, you see, the place is quiet though. When we say the grace of God, people say that the grace of God is, it means unmerited favor. When you say, when, I don't like that definition of the grace of God because it is limited. Yes. Because that definition gives the impression that it's like something you want. Favor is like, you know, I, I, I want something, then I'll get favor that I don't deserve. It is true. It is, it is not that it is wrong. Though. It is that it is one definition of grace. I don't think that unmerited favor defines grace. It, you know, I, many years ago, I found the word grace in the New Testament is charis. You know me, I like the Greek. So the Greek word is charis. C-H-A-R-I-S. Charis. And charis, defined from the Greek, means... When I saw that definition, I, I died. <laughs> Do you like such things? And by the grace of God, today God has brought only... Yeah, so you can hear it. Tomorrow I won't repeat it. Yes. Charis is defined as... The divine influence upon the heart... And its reflection in the life. The divine. I'm looking for a Christian. Come. Look, it's the best. When I saw it, the day I saw it, I saw it some years ago when I was in Tamale. The divine influence upon the heart. And its reflection in the life. In other words, when God shows a man mercy, or sorry, a man grace, that grace is supposed to result in something in the person's life. It may result in favor, like we are saying, unmerited favor. But the but. Charis is a process. Charis is a process which begins with God influencing the man's heart. And that influence results in an effect in the man's life. It's not a very nice definition. I didn't make it. It's not my, it's not my thing. I didn't make it out. It's, it's, it's in the, if you have a strong uh, dictionary, you have, like, look for caris. You will see, I'm not telling lies, it is there. So, when you are, when Lot and his family, Christians, find themselves in an evil city, and God decides to destroy the city, but sends two angels to bring those people out, what God is doing is showing them grace. Grace. 
Is that, let me tell you something. When I was reading this, this thing, I saw that there is a very, there's a very close similarity between what is happening here and what happened to us when we became saved, born again. This, this is born again. What you are seeing in Genesis 19 is the born again, is the born again experience. It's a born again experience. It is, it is, it is God coming down into Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> And telling, and telling you, pack your things, pack your wife, pack your wife, pack your sons, pack your sons and daughters, come out, come out. No, am, am I saying something good or it's not? I'm not, I'm, I'm not arranging the preaching well. The preaching is not arranged, it's not arranging. No, wait, wait, you just watch, you just watch what's going on. I, that's why I said, let, imagine the story in your head as you're reading it. So, this is, this is, this is, this is, this is born again salvation happening. Just like how it happened to you. It's how it happened in Sodom. It's just how it happened to you. Pack. Many Christians, after they have come to the front and say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, today, today, I give my life, I give my life, I give my life to you. Satan, 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 Satan. After some time, you can't see it well. Is because the way for the thing, the salvation to work, you know, it is pack your things, pack your, it's like it's an agent thing, pack your. Don't take the scripture of the thing. <laughs> the preaching is not working. I know that it's not working, but God is, God is here. <laughs> you want to go and sit down? If you help me, it's always like encouraging me. 16. Lot lingered. You see, you would have thought that he himself was tired of staying there and would have been excited that finally God has sent some angels to deliver me from this place. That, that the way to be saved is what the angels were telling him. Pack. 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 Pack your stuff. Pack it. Let's go. And while he lingered, look at it. The man, you see, so the person who needs the salvation is ling- lingering in that he was wasting time. Okay, let, uh, I can't find one of my shoes. Wait. wait. Uh, hey. Mrs. Lot, where is one of my shoes? Ah, okay, I found it. Then he packs it, puts it in the, in the bag. <laughs> he said, Lot, let's go, let's go. Oh, wait, 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 my phone charger. Then you go to the Oh, where's my phone charger? Oh, this is my daughter's. Where's my phone charger? Then he went, okay, I found it. Then he put it in. Then he said, ah, yeah, my young phone. My mobile money chip is in it. My mobile money chip is in it. I need it. The way we are going out now, no, I need the money. Let me find it. Then you go. Lot was wasting time. 
many Christians, when God has come to you, when you come, you are sitting in the church and they are saying, come to Jesus now. Come to Jesus now. Don't have to die and go to heaven. Then you are behaving like Lord. Let me take my phone charger. Let me take my... So, you, you, you linger. Wasting time. <laughs> the men, the angels, they help. What are you doing now? <laughs> Laid hold upon his hand. <laughs> I need a wife. I need somebody to be a wife, Lord's wife. Nobody wants to be Lord's wife. Please, yes. Lay hold on him. Lay hold on the wife. Look at it all. Then the two angels. First of all, for another angel. You to find the daughters. Please, two daughters of Lot. Ah, you don't like anointing or what? No, so you, you hold the two daughters. Be in the middle of the, the two. Aha. So I meet you. Oh, lingering. 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 You're still lingering. So they, 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 you held the land like this. And the Bible said that, they, you see, I, I, I suspect that because they were angels, they may have, either they may have run like, you know, flash, he can stand here, he can flash out of the place. So I suspect that either the angels flashed out or they teleported. Teleported means that you vanish from here, then you appear, because the way they describe it, and upon the hand of his way, and the Lord be merciful unto him, they brought him forth and brought him to the outside of the city. So as I said that, the way the angels were in a hurry, you know, they said, Charlie, hey, look, nonsense, come on time, leave that young phone, hey, you do, shoom, shoom. And now, is it like Tolio or something? They were angels, aren't it? And they were in a hurry. Traffic and all these kind of things. No. Now we have called the boat. The boat is coming. The boat is coming. No, no, no. Five more minutes. Look. Let me tell you something. <laughs> this story, eh, it starts from, the, from at, on top. On top, eh, what happened was that the men who came, there were three. They went, when they were coming, they passed by Abraham's house first. Because Lot was related to Abraham. They went to Abraham's house. They went to tell Abraham something else. They were talking about something else. When they were leaving Abraham's house, and, and, and see, when they were leaving Abraham's house, the two men who are holding their hands now, they took the lead to go to Sodom and Gomorrah. And then one of them stayed. And then he was there. Try to tell Abraham, try not to tell Abraham. Try to tell Abraham, try not to tell Abraham. Then he told, he told, he told Abraham, you know, Sodom and Gomorrah's evil has come to me in heaven. And I have come down to see for myself what is going on there. <laughs> but Abraham said, oh. He said, if, I see, what, if what I see is true, I'll bend the city to the ground. Abraham said, I beg you. I, beg, I really beg you. They are, they are also human beings. You created them. You cannot just bend them to the ground. So, well, that, after me, I've decided I'm going to bend it. He decided to negotiate, negotiate, negotiate. If you, have, if you find 100 people, will you bend them? So, I won't bend. If I find 100 good people, I won't bend. Abraham counted, counted, counted. He didn't get 100. <laughs> it's okay, okay, okay. If you find 50 people, will you bend? So, if I find 50, I will not bend. Abraham counted Lot, Lot's wife, two daughters, 
this sounds in law cry. Oh, say, okay, you Lot, his wife, two daughters, and two sons in law, six. Abraham was short. So it's okay. Fifty is, is still a lot. Lord, if you find ten, if I can find you ten good people, will you still burn the city together? So if I find ten people, I will save the city. Start counting again. Maybe I've left out somebody. Lot, his wife, his two daughters, his two sons in law. Who else is there? Who else is there in that, that city there, Kra? Hey, today. <laughs> so the angels were in a hurry to bend the place to the ground. Then you let's go. You're not taking phone charger. Many Christians. Look, I'm not uh, today. Eh, I'm not preaching. Well. Maybe the anointing will come tomorrow. <laughs> Listen, I became one again. You can sit down. Put your hands, put your hands together for them. This, I'm, I'm, I'm about to tell you. I'm sure you've heard it before, but I'll tell you again. I became born again. I was 14 years No. Yes. 14 years old. I was 14 years old when I became born again. And I did not become born again in a church. For some reason, I don't know why, what happened. Why it's not... I didn't give my life to Christ in a church. I gave my life to Christ alone in my father's house. You, I, I, see, as I've been talking, as I've been sharing this testimony, I, I, I'm seeing more and more how powerful it is. <laughs> alone. Somebody gave me a cassette that you don't respect. They give you a message. So your pastor gave you a message. So you go and listen to this message. You don't, you don't mind. A friend of mine gave me a cassette. We wrote BC. We were at home. When we write BC, we were at home. Is that not it? We don't do anything. Me, I didn't attend any classes. When I went to secondary school, I found out that people had been attending pre-SS classes. All that time, I was at home chilling. I, I was chilling. So, Charlie, holiday, longest holiday of my life. Not knowing that people were, the, the book, the gas, that chemistry gas, biology gas, physics gas, I had not seen some before. I didn't know that there was something called gas. As I was chilling at home, no. People were finishing the ghast. Prestigious castle. So that time, one day in the morning, I finished all my house chores. There was nobody at home. My, my mother was at home. Everybody had gone to school, gone to work. Then I was. I said, oh, this cassette my friend gave to me, I've not listened to it. Let me just play it. So I put it inside and it played. So I was just in the house. I don't even remember what he was preaching. Mike Medock, an American pastor, he was the one who was preaching. I don't know what he was saying. I don't remember what he was saying. But I remember that when the message ended, then he said that if you want to make Jesus your Lord and personal Savior, pray this prayer after me. Invite Jesus into your heart. Then he said the prayer. Then I said the So when he got to that point, then I sat down, the center table, the cassette player is in that, you know that thing that we have in our house now? The olden days one, not the one that now these people have, it's just some tabletop. No, no cardboard beer, you have to share glasses, plates, and that sound system. Have you seen that before? Yes. Divider. 
divider, room divider. So the thing was, and then the center table was like that. So, so I sat down on the center table like this, and I was facing the thing. Then he would say the prayer, and I would say it. Say the prayer, and I would say it. He said the prayer. Say, if you have prayed this prayer, Jesus is now your savior. You are born again. I said, okay. But what does it mean? <laughs> so I was there. Not long after, school reopened, secondary school, and we went to secondary school. When I go to secondary school, so SU, Scripture Union, and then we entered it. So we're going to go for SU meetings. We'll be teaching us different kinds of things. This is, this is, this is, but you see, right from my SU days in the first year there, I knew that the way to approach coming to Christ is what the angels were describing. No, I'm not saying something good. No. When I look in the Bible and I read it and I say, thou shalt not lie. It was a very serious statement to me. Like, it's like, if you lie, this, the Bible is saying, don't lie. <laughs> Come out. No, today the preaching is not working. I don't, I don't think it's working. <laughs> verse 16, verse 16, verse 16. In this year's conference, I have one aim. And my aim is, listen to this, malat means to escape. So I'm going to show you in a short time we have, I'm going to show you different kinds of escapes. <laughs> like different ways of escaping. Like you escape by doing this, escape through here, escape through here, escape through here. All these different ways, you, you, yeah, there are ways to escape. But, but look at this. I'm saying that, first of all, we need to work on our, our attitude, the response to. You cannot come to Jesus. Anybody who comes to Christ, you don't last long ago. I promise you. you don't last. Nowadays, you know when they just tell us that <laughs> those days, SU, then the number of things that they used to say that was a sin, it was just a long, too long a list. SU people. This one is a sin. This one is a sin. This one is a sin. This one, this one is a, ah, how is this one to a sin? It's a sin. <laughs> it's a sin. This one, this is this one too. It's a sin. This one is a sin. This one, is a, this one too. How is it a sin? It's a sin. It's a sin. One day I was reading my Bible. I saw a scripture. I said that. It said, <laughs> "Avoid every appearance of evil. I, I, avoid." All appearance, abstain, abstain from all appearance of evil. Then I said, that, Hey, if like, you know, if like there's a verse which covers, like if they mentioned all the sins and it left out some, the verse that covers the rest is this one. <laughs> you know, when I was in secondary school, our school rule book, we had a, we had a book for students. And is my preaching boring? <laughs> my. I said anointing will come tomorrow. Maybe today it has not come. Yeah, it's anointing is here. Okay, okay, I hear. Okay. I believe you. All right. I'm going on. They, they give us a small book. The school rules are in it. Then the school rule, you went to that school, Sam. So, did they still give that book? The, <laughs> the school rules are in it. Every student has one. So that I don't have any excuse that I didn't know the school rules. Everybody has one. 
But you know the school, there's the rules, eh? There's a preamble. There's the school rules. They listed one, two, three, four, five plans. But the first one is every breach of common sense is a breach of school rules. So like it's like in case they mention they didn't mention something. They mentioned, they, they, oh, you should not do this, you should not dress like this, you should not wear this, you should not wear this, you should not wear this, you should not do this, talking to a senior, this, this, this. Oh, they mentioned all of this, but in case they've missed something, the first sentence in the school rule book says that every breach of common sense. So it's like if you go to the loo and you don't flash it, it's a breach of common sense. You can be punished based on that one. So, like, the, the, so when a senior catches you, he's looking for, okay, you have dressed well. So your shoe is polished, okay. You check, you check, you check, you check. You have not done anything wrong today. You went to assembly, you went to breakfast, everything's okay. Then when you look at it, it's okay. One of your buttons is torn. Hmm. It's a bit of common sense. If one of your buttons is torn, you must sew it back. So the school rule which has caught you is this one, which says that every breach of common sense is a breach of... So when I saw, I abstained from all appearance of evil, I said, hey, my attitude towards it was one of seriousness. But not many Christians today. Even the ones that, that, have, been, that have been labeled, like named properly in the Bible. Even those ones, we have a way of explaining that it's not, it's, it's okay. When you read the Bible, the Bible says that thing. Anna, thy father and mother. <laughs> that it may be well with you. And that thou mayest live long on this earth. Does it not make you afraid to dishonor your mother and father? Oh, this is like a camp. It's, all, it's cool. It's okay. Yes. Does it not make you afraid? Some people. people hey, your mother is talking to you. Well? According to the Bible, if you dishonor your mother and your father, the opposite is what's going to happen to you. You won't live long on this earth. It will not be well with you. I'm not preaching well. I don't know. What I'm saying is that, what I'm saying is that, this conference is called a strong Christian conference. And either, so all of us who are in this conference, we want to become strong Christians. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And I'm saying that, in this, this year, what we are learning about becoming a strong Christian is that we must escape. <laughs> you must escape. We must escape. You see, but I'm not showing you where and where and where should we escape to or how, how, how should we escape. I'm showing you the way you must escape. Like how? Attitude. Your attitude. You cannot be escaping from Sodom. Your, your hand back. Hey, Alberta. Hey, anyway, I came to inform you that, um, you know, some angels came to our house yesterday, you know, and they said that they come to burn down the city. So, um, they say we should go outside the city so that when they burn it, it doesn't burn us. So, I came to just inform you that you, if you don't see me again, it's because the angels came. Okay. So, yeah, I'll see you. I'll see you. Bye-bye. Um, so, where's Priscilla? So, she's in her house. Okay, I'll pass by her house when I'm going. So. Hey, hi, Priscilla. 
Hi. Uh, hey, it's been a long time I saw you. Hey, Prince. Hey, Prisla. Hey, it's been a long time. Wow, look at you. are looking fly, you know. It's in your blue trousers. Hey, Prisla. Wow, you know. And it's your hair also now. Wow. Well, anyway, anyway, anyway. I came to tell you, you know, yesterday some angels came to my father, you know, and they were saying that, you know, I mean, the way Sodom has become nowadays is dangerous and the things are not very, you know. So, um, you said that God sent them to come and bend down Sodom and Gomorrah, you know, but they said that we, we are exempted. So we should go, you get it. So they are waiting for us to take us to the outside of the city, you know. I have my, I pack my things, but I just, you know, I, I just saw Alberta right now, and I was asking about her from you, about you from her, and she said you are in your house. So I came to just inform you that, oh, you know, so if you don't see me again, you know, I'll be, you know, I, I'm gone, and I'm outside the city, and you know. So yeah, bye bye, ciao, 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 yeah. And so I, but hey, um, I, spent, I, I saw. Uh, that guy, that guy that we used to go and, you know, we used to go to Bible class with, you know, how, that boy, you know, Thomas, Thomas, and Michael too. Where are they right now? They're in their house. Okay, okay I'll pass by there. <laughs> Hello, Michael. Michael, how are you? Are you okay? Okay, well, anyway, me, I just, you know, you know, some angels came to our house, but I'm sure you have heard. Hey! Somebody who is escaping. Many Christians who have been called to come to Christ, that's how they escape. I'm not saying it well. Remember, this man will be preaching after the break. He will say it well when, when he comes. <laughs> hey, this is how you're escaping. That's I said, the pornography, you know, I'm stopping it small, small. You know, I used to watch, you know, about 15 hours a day. But since I became born again, that is why are you mad? <laughs> oh, am I not saying that they will? Are you mad? When you walk, you know, I was into, I was into a certain man of God, no woman of God in, in, in America, Juanita Bynum, she's a prophet, prophetess. She's a fire. She said, she said, you know, she said, she said, she said People come to church, they're giving testimony about their salvation experience. Oh, um, you know, my life, you know, I used to, I used to you know, go here, do club, this, 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 you know, and then and I became saved. And, you know, yeah, you know, like, as if, like, they were not enjoying. He said, he said she, she was enjoying her life when Jesus, when Jesus saved her. She used to go to the club, the dead all night. He said, he said, he said what? She said, I was enjoying my life. <laughs> but, so he said, she said that when a person is saved, the transformation, this is how she said it. Let me say what she said. She said, people say that I am changing. He said, there is nothing like change in the Bible. 
the word which is in the Bible is transformed. He said, change is a process. Transformation is a miracle. Oh, you clap for the... He said, when, when God saves a man, what you are witnessing is a miracle. It is the miracle of transformation which happens. It, you cut it off. It's like when the angels hold their hands, hold their hands, and shoo! <laughs> no, no, oh, we, yeah. We, I mean, so I better, yeah, so we are going on. I bet that we are going home. Yeah, so we are, we are going. Okay. So, Priscilla, hi, bye bye. We are, we are, yeah, so we are on our way. Michael, yes, you know, as you see me going, that's how we are going. We are, going. We are not serious. And because your escape is so slow, God is not able to start to do with you what He really needs to, to do with you. God is unable to start what he really needs to do with you. Your salvation should have been to the end of the city and then from that point onwards, God begins, God can now start to the real reason why he saved you. He can start. But you are making the process so long while he lingered. Looking for his phone charger. Charger head. He found the charger cable, but he's now looking for the head. <laughs> May your escape be swift. Am I saying something good? Are you here something? No, no, no. I don't know. Look, let me, let me tell something. Let me tell something. Something I have learned about God. God. God does not need you to grow up before he starts to do what he really wants to do with you. Number one. Number two. In fact, in fact, God wants to start right now. When you were a child, right now. Because the sooner he can start, the more he can do with you. I'm not preaching well. You know, one day I was having my quiet time. I was having my quiet time in the book of Mark. And I caught a certain revelation. You see, when Jesus was going to Jerusalem, Hosanna, 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 Hosanna. He sent the disciples to go to a place to go and find a donkey, a young donkey, like the young of a donkey. They call it the colt of an ass. Okay. So the colt is like a young male, male donkey, but young. And so, so when you go, you will see a donkey, a young donkey tied. You know, tell the person who is there that the master ha- has need of, of it, and then he will let you go, and then, you know. The Holy Spirit showed me something fantastic when I was looking. He said that. So, I, so he said, look, Check the coat of an ass that they were describing there. How old? How old? So I checked. The, if, and, I, and I did a certain comparison. The, I compared the 
colt's age. The age at which a donkey, a young donkey is called a colt. Cold. And then how long donkeys live before they die. So I did a ratio of the age of the donkey that Jesus sat on against the age. Then I compared it to a human being's average age that he will live to die. Let's say about 70 or 80. When I calculated it, the, the, the equivalent of a colt, a human being, of a human being, is nine years old. And Jesus said that and losing him and bring him, untie him and bring him. Uh. <laughs> Listen. The Holy Spirit says, the Holy Spirit says, that, and that's why, that's why you have all these wonderful safety teachers. The safety teacher's job is to untie, untie the coat. Look. Kings don't sit on donkeys. Sit on stallions. You know a stallion? A horse that... But the king of kings chose a coat. The coat. You see, I'm just telling you that. That was what he sat on to go to Jerusalem. To perform the most important assignments. God is looking for coats to sit on and go to Jerusalem and do something important. Let, let me tell something. Let me tell, as I was reading the thing, the Holy Spirit was showing me more. He said, he said, the Holy Spirit said, do you, see, do you see how the women are throwing their cloth on the ground? I said, yes, I see them throwing their cloth on the ground. Then he asked me, who is the one walking on the, on the, who is walking on the cloth? Who is walking on the cloth? It's not Jesus. The coat is walking on the cloth. Like, the, the nine-year-old guy who has been untied and is available for God's use is the one enjoying the walking on the walking on the cloth, walking on the cloth. I said, wow. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 see that thing, eh, when I saw that thing, it empowered me to do the safe church well. Untie them. The Holy Spirit said, untie them. Untie them. Bring them. The, the master has needs of them. Bring untie them. Untie them. When we untie you, you are supposed to stop lingering. I'm not preaching well now. Well, let me go here. Maybe this is what you understand what I'm saying. Say conference. Say You get used to it. If it's your first time, you'll, you'll be, it's talking. Then we'll close. Untie. You are lingering. That's why I say, this, in this conference, we have come to learn to escape. And I'm saying that. Before I go into the things to escape, into, escape from, escape, I am showing you how should the escape be. It is not the way that that girl was going about crying all her friends. That's why, that's why you were born again Christian. But your, the person you call your best friend is mad. So, I mean, this church friends, you guys have church, you say, mm. 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 Am I not preaching well? Or, or is that... If I have friends who are, you see, be careful. What you are saying, what you are calling friend, because, because that word 
that word has serious implications. And I feel that, I feel that even though you may not consciously be thinking about it, by calling somebody a friend, you are endangering yourself. Let me explain. Jesus said, Greater love has no man than this, that a man should lay down his life for his friends. Wait, how many of you here are willing to die for If your sister can't pull you, think about it. The way she's been insulting you at home, insulting you at home, she doesn't respect. You won't die for her. <laughs> but, but what is, what is Jesus saying? Jesus is saying that, this is, this is a scripture that says, Greater love has no man than this. Greater love has no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. If you, it's English, if you rearrange the words, what he's saying is that when you see a man who has laid down his life for his friends, there is no other kind of love you can find in the world which is bigger than this one. Is it what I'm saying making sense? And so when you say, this person is my friend, do you see? You are saying a very serious thing. So if you are a born again Christian, and your friend is not born again, and is the one that, if, you can, if a person can die for his friend, then that's the greatest kind of love. It's not a, a man that's for his wife. So the wives, they should, they should note. <laughs> wives should note. Husbands too should note. They should note. Not that way. Bafo, Pastor Bafo, note. Note it. That the greatest kind of love in the world is demonstrated when a man Gives his life for his friends. His friend. Friend. That is biggest. You are, you are witnessing the greatest kind of love. <laughs> Unless you can convert your wife into your friend. If your wife can be converted into a friend, then she can qualify to be died for. But otherwise, it's disqualified. What I'm saying, is it, is it making sense to you or is it not making sense to you? Yes. And many of you who say that, when you have a friend who is not born again, because look, I tell you something. Eh? When I was working with some, some of my friends, and then we met another friend of mine. We met. We were, we were talking for some very short time. These my two friends who, who met my other friend. They, when they finished, they realized that, yes. I have, a, I have friends. The people I call friends. I, I call them with caution. Yes. Because a friend is somebody. Can open your eyes? Is my preaching boring? Play piano for me. It will help you to open your eyes. Play it so that it's, it's feeling will come into the distance. What, what time are we going for? On break. Okay, smallest time. 20 minutes. My friends, my friends, those I call friends, I allow them to influence me. I give them permission to influence my life. You are giving, you are giving, anybody you call a friend, you are subconsciously and intentionally and deliberately, is it an indeliberate, and deliberate, not deliberately, giving permission to influence your life. I'm not saying something, I'm not saying it well. Un- unless you are using the word wrongly. 
unless you are using the word wrongly, when you call somebody your friend, you are giving the person permission to influence you. And you are born again, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, water baptized. And the, your, your friend, the person you have given permission to influence you, doesn't believe in what all these Bible things. Pastors who chop church money, they uh, pastors, you know, and this pastor collecting money. This is your friend, though. That's why escaping from Sodom is taking you so long. <laughs> that's why escaping from Sodom is, that's why your malat is slow. You are not, you, up till now, you have been in the church for the past 15 years. You were born in this church. You have been here 15 years now. You have been escaping from Sodom for the past how many years? <laughs> the angel said, hey, Lord, what are you doing? What are you doing? Leave this bag. Leave this young phone. Oh, what are you doing? So, to, to cut the talking short, no. Held the Lord held the wife, the second, the second angel to help the two daughters. Flash, no flash. Yes. Red and yellow light, lightning, this thing. Bah! Before you open the, before Lord can say, outside the city. Outside the city. May your escape, may your escape. You see, for somebody, this conference, after this conference, your escape will be complete. Yes. God has been waiting for you for too long. If you were the one Jesus was going to sit on to go to Jerusalem, like by now we have all not been saved. <laughs> yeah. If you were if you were the one that Jesus was going to sit on to go to Jerusalem to go and die for our sins. Like by now we are all still in our sins. Teachers, teachers are coming, they are bringing, they are preparing, they are this thing, Charlie, they have untied you long ago. To have things, have friends, to have things, have things, you have things. You have Kwame Eugene that is still in the background somewhere. You have Tiwa Savage. It's also in the background somewhere. Benna Boy is also in the background somewhere. Davido is also in the background somewhere. <laughs> Do you know how I know all these names? It's a secret. <laughs> Benna Boy. Tiwa Savage. Davido. Whiskey. You have all of them still in the background. That's why you are, that's why you are strolling out of Sodom. You are strolling out of on your way. You will see Whiskey and give him high five. On your way, you will see the video and give him a blow him a kiss. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I'm not preaching a good message in the church. Oh. Oh. God is God is. God is in there. Do you know, I was asking somebody that there are currently 7 billion people in the world. 
I am not sure of that population, how many are saved, know Christ, and are on their way to heaven. But if we are even assume, if we assume the biblical quota of 20%, which 25%, which we, I don't think we have achieved, but like if, if we assume that 25% of the world currently is saved, which is not so. There's 75% who are left now. Do they deserve to go to hell? So if God, if so, if God wants to save the remaining 75%, how is he going to do it? Is it not with you? I'm not preaching well. And I'm saying that logically, 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 the earlier the person starts the work, the more he can do before his life is over. Oh, no, 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 it's not making sense. That's why Jesus did not ask for a stallion. He didn't even ask for a grown-up donkey. He asked for a coat. There's a revelation in that thing. Untie him. Lose him. Bring him to me. Tell the guy that the master has need of him. Tell the guy he sat on him. Sat on him, and he rode to Jerusalem, setting his fo- he's setting his face towards Jerusalem. If you were that donkey, died by this time, we are still in our sin. If we say, if we say, Funubana, I was say a day, Jerusalem, no. Self no man on the Namna or Anna or Jinchia Anna. Yeah. Can you even imagine that donkey is going to Jerusalem and every small time you greet you stop and greet fellow donkeys on the way? <laughs> oh may your escape be complete. This conference. No. I said, may your escape be complete. This conference. Whatever it is that is holding you back, making you linger. I think one of my words are finished. Because I'm seeing the same thing over and over again. So. May your escape be... Co- Look, I will show you how, where, what, what. But now, dear, it's like, what is the attitude? Verse 17. Verse 17. Look at verse 17. Is it going to come at some point? <laughs> hey, that thing is lingering. And it came to pass when they had brought them forth abroad that he said, Escape for thy life. See, that, that's, that is part B of. <laughs> the first part A is escape, part B is for thy life. And many people do not know that. that you need to do it quickly because it is for your life. For your life. For, when you sit at home and don't come to church on a Sunday and you think that the one who loses is the pastor, you are a stupid fool. 
It's too late. I finished saying it. <laughs> Stupid fool. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Jimmy Kwasia. Yeah. Lot. He wasn't thinking well. What are you going to do with the phone charger or charger head? Compared to your life, what is a charger head going to do? Charger head. Charger head. Wait, cameraman, charger head, nature and no. You are about to be bent in the city along with the sinners because of charger head. He <laughs> found a cable. Cable is there, but Jimmy Kwasia. Am I preaching well or not preaching well? Hurry up. The day you came to the front here, you closed your eyes and said, Lord Jesus. Lord, you see, and, and, and these days when I'm praying this prayer in a safe church, I tell them, why don't you explain to them, look, this prayer you are praying is a very serious prayer. Pray it with seriousness. The words you are saying, they mean something. Let them mean something to you. And let the effect that it should have on your heart and the reflection in your life, let it happen and be complete there. When you walk away, you have walked away with the complete package. Lord Jesus, I know I am a sinner. I know I cannot save myself from my sin. But I know that God sent you to die and shed your blood so that my sins can be forgiven. Lord Jesus, this morning, as I stand here, forgive me all my sins. Forgive me all my sins. Wash them all with your blood. Lord Jesus, come and live in my heart. Come and live in my heart. Be my master. Give me commands. Give me instructions. The master had need of you. <laughs> Control my life. Be my master. Where you send me, I will go. What you say, I will do. And write my name in your book of life. And one day, when my life is over, when I have fought the good fight, I have finished my course. I will be with you in heaven. When you say, thank you for saving me, and you say, amen. Amen. Look, that's the people, the grown who are here. One day, I went to a camp. I used to have this Celine Dion and Westlife type of CDs. Me, I used to have CDs. You know, yeah, I used to make the CDs myself. You know, I find the songs, and I put the CDs, and then I burn it. And I have this. And I have a CD. I have CD packs. I went for some camp. I don't remember what I went to hear. When I, when I came out from the camp, my heart was burning. This morning, <laughs> can come to that. What do you, what do you say? He said, heat has done what? You are heated. Yes, he said he was heated. 
I came out from the camp. I was heated. I took the CD bag, the bag, the bag with the CDs inside. I, I opened the dustbin and I dropped the CD bag into it like this. All of it. I put my computer on. I look for the folders. I deleted them. Did you know there's a certain delete that doesn't go into the recycle bin? You press shift and you press delete. It vanishes from the computer. You can't get it again. I press shift, delete, press shift, delete, press shift. You know, and, and what happens is that some people, some people, some people do it, even when they're talking about it, it's almost as if, oh, like it was regret. No, 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 no. I actually felt very good when I was done. I said, now I can hit my chest and say, I have no secular music anywhere near me. I have nothing, not one. Not one. I felt proud to be able to say, now, now, I can proudly and confidently say that I have no secular, not, not one. Not one. Not one. Anywhere near me. No, 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 no. There's one, there's one, one hiding from me. You know how sometimes they, you... <laughs> the folder, no, it contains Westlife. But you have named it Hillsong. Then you have made it a hidden folder. You know how to make a folder, hidden folder. <laughs> so we will search for it. Ah. Only you know where it is. No. I didn't have, I was feeling very happy about it. I don't have, I can say it proudly. I'm, I'll be very, when, I'm, when I'm with fellow Christians, I can say, oh, you cannot listen to this and listen to nonsense. I, I mean, I just like Kuzo. Kuz. Hey, Kuz, yeah, Charlie. When they cool days, feels nice. Words, the music, and I knew the people too. I knew the people, so I told music, Backstreet Boys, Westlife, all these kind of things. Brian McKnight and all these kind of things. You see, you are too. These are old old people. You don't know them. <laughs> I was so excited. Why? Why? That's how it's supposed to be for you. So that. So that God can now start the process of sitting on you and riding you towards Jerusalem for an important assignment. 17. Escape for thy life. That's step one. Step two. Look not behind thee. <laughs> Look not behind thee. See, because... There are some people who are escaping when they are escaping like this. That's why you have a few songs hidden somewhere just in case you change your mind. <laughs> just in case. Am I preaching? Is it boring? Am I preaching boring? It's okay. It's normal. Average. You know something I've learned? In my short time as a Christian, there is a certain sweetness with being fully committed to God that there is nothing else you can find that, that is that sweet. Of course, don't take my word for it. You just, you just continue. You, you come to the same conclusion. See, sometimes what happens is that when somebody is describing it to you, it sounds mystical and abstract. 
But when you have been in God's presence, you've enjoyed fellowship with him. There's nothing, there's nothing else that compares. You, can, you can't find anything else quite like it. And that's why, is it, that's why, that's why anybody who has pursued a relationship with God and God has allowed him to taste it ends up being hungrier. The effect of finding God when you pursue him is that you become even more thirsty. I don't know what I'm preaching. It's a very good thing, but that's, that's, that's it. That, so the more I seek you, the more I find it. It's, it is not a straight line. It is a cycle. The more I seek you, the more I find you. The more I find you, the more I love you. She didn't continue the song. The more I love you, the more I seek you. <laughs> The more I seek you, the more I find you. The more I find the more I love you. The more I love you, the more I seek you. It never ends till you die. <laughs> so that, and let me give you another part of the news. That relationship is as sweet to God as it is to you. No. You didn't understand it. You didn't understand it. What I'm saying is that the, the more I seek you, the more I find you, the more I find you, the more I love you, the more I love you, the more I seek you. That circle, okay, is happening to you, but it's happening to God too. So what happens is that when God has also been in a relationship with you, he also wants more of you. Should I give you the evidence? The Bible says that Enoch walked with God and was not because God took him. Is it if you go to Hebrews 11, he said that Enoch has this, had this testimony that he pleased God. And the reason, you see, the thing is that God was enjoying the relationship with Enoch so much that he needed to bring him where he was so that he can just, because Enoch was too far away. <laughs> God was there, Enoch was here, and they were having a relationship. They were having, they were having, the, they were having the sweetest relationship for the two of them. And God said, no, you know, this is our long-distance relationship. It's not working for me. <laughs> it's not working for me at all. This is a long-distance relationship. I mean, the way, I'm, not, I'm not getting enough of you. He brought him, come, come quickly, let's, let's be here. Am <sighs> I, I preaching a good day to you? You are wasting your time lingering. You, you will not find the deep things of God because of what you are doing. Escape for your life. Look not behind. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. What you are going to see behind you is a burning city. <laughs> That's what you are going to see. Yeah, burning city. It's not, it's not, there's nothing there. Escape for thy life. Look not behind thee. Look, when, when we come back, this scripture is, is loaded. It says, it says, neither stay thou. This, this all describe the, the nature of your escape. The nature of the escape is number one, escape for thy life. See, escape is different from escape for thy life. Have you seen have you seen a deer being chased by a lion before? <laughs> you see, eh? 
even the thing that makes the deer run faster is how he's afraid that he'll be eaten. Because if you, if you do some small mistake and you slow down, how that lion will eat you? So the running no, you see, the turning back camp, no, that's a way of slowing you down. Do you know that? Yeah, yeah. If you're going, if you are running forward, keep your speed constant. You need to keep focus. You cannot turn and look behind you. You will slow down. No, 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 no. For his life. Look not behind you. There's a, there's a song we used to sing. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning. And it says, um, the world behind me, the world is in front of me. The cross before me. Uh-huh, so the cross before me, the world behind me. The cross before. Uh-huh. Behind me. Yes. You don't have to look at it all. No turning back. Don't, not looking back. Oh. Not looking back. Then he said, then this, is, this is the part that is crazy. Look at it. He said, Neither stay thou in the plain. <laughs> hey. <laughs> no, this, this is what they didn't get it. No, I'm coming come to tell them. You're wondering why they are happy. And I don't know if they are happy. Does this matter? Yes. You see, eh? <laughs> the angels wanted to make sure that there was no chance at all of coming even close to Sodom again. It's like, so, so, don't just come out of the city and stay on flat ground though. Plain, ground, plain means flat ground. Climb a mountain. <laughs> Climb a mountain. Climb a mountain. That's what I'm saying. That That's what I'm saying. Let me tell, I, I'm going to show you. One of the things, one of the ways of escaping which ensures that you are safe is to do the work of God. When you, when you enter into the work of God, eh, it is like climbing. Look, let me say something. You see, if you, had, if you were, when you were, you, were not, you were not born again, you were doing, um, let's say, pornography, for example, and you became born again. Pornography is a, it's a demon that sticks. It's usually, it's very difficult to unstick it from you. That's why if you don't, don't start it. Don't get into it at all. Because it's, it's a very sticky demon. It doesn't come off. It doesn't come off easily. But let's assume that like you have, you have been saved, you have whatever, and you've come out. <laughs> See, the way to, to be safe from that demon calling you back is if, you are, if I am a preacher and I used to like pornography and because I am preaching, I have to preach about pornography. It keeps me cool. Because if last night, today is Sunday, I'm coming to church. Last night, no, I was watching some. How do I come and preach and say that you stop watching pornography? My words will become like rocks in my mouth. It's not, my own words will judge me. It can't work. 
So, that, so your safety, the mountain, that safety, where you are safe even, you see, is that when you come out of Sodom, no, you climb the mountain. You climb the mountain. Actually, say, Pastor, Reverend Bismarck, look, find me anything. Look, give me church members. I'll do the visitation. I'll pray for them. Eh? You, any work that I want to climb the mountain. <laughs> I want to climb the mountain. This type of like, oh, we are church members. Sometimes you have people who say, what do you do in the church? Oh, I'm just a church member. You fit the thing. thing, thing, thing. You, you have escaped and you are on plain ground, flat land. You are on flat land. You are just a church member. Oh, me, I just come and observe things and I go away. No, 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 no. No, no, no. You, you, you have come out of the city, but you are not safe yet. You are not safe yet. You have come out of the city gates. But so long as you are still on flat ground, you are not safe yet. The way to be safest is to climb the mountain. Climb the mountain. I don't know what I'm preaching well. Climb the mountain. Give me something. Reverend Bismarck, Pastor Balfour, organize a crusade. Make me the preacher. I'll go and preach the gospel there. Anything at all you can give me to do that is climbing mountain because I know that that is how I can be safest from going back to Sodom. Oh, I'm not saying that thing well. <laughs> May the Holy Spirit give you understanding. May the Holy Spirit give you understanding. I said in this conference, eh, my prayer is this conference that everybody who comes to this conference. This conference ends your escape process. Yeah. When we go back from this conference, we'll just be climbing mountains now. Like now there. Now we're out of the city. But now Chale. Chale. Chale, give us some mountains to climb. Give us mountains to climb. Yeah. You organize it to this area here. Go and bring them, put them in the bus, bring them to the chest. Hey, hey, yes. So but you know that I'm eight years old. And so what? Put eight years old like you, six, seven year old people, put them in the bus. And bring them to the church. It's mountain climbing. It's mountain climbing. It ensures your safety. Look at it. And then he, the last, and I'm closing for the break. And then he gives the reason at the end. This, these are the angels talking. He said, the reason why you need to end the escape process on top of a mountain is so that you are not consumed. You see, it's, it's amazing that is a, wait, wait, wait. He told them, verse 17, after he had brought them outside the city. That is not when it's a revelation. You see, if he had told them, verse 17, in the city, we understand. He brought them outside the city, then he told them, escape. Ah. Ah. I not seen it. Yeah. He, he, he told. In other words, in other words, the distance between you and Sodom, like it's like, give a very long distance. There should be a very long gap between you. He, he, they held their hands. They brought them out of the city gates. By that time, you, one would have thought that they are safe. You are outside the city now. But there at the gate of the city when they came out of there, now he now told them, escape for your life. Look not behind you. 
don't stand on the flat ground climb by mountain otherwise you will be consumed ah, look after this conference that is called may you be found on the mountain top i said may you be found on the mountain top yeah yeah how many are blessed by this yeah, and that's what we come here to do when we come up from the break to tomorrow those who are going to come tomorrow i don't know how i'm going to say all these things again tomorrow <laughs> i'll show you the various places stand to your feet